What do you get when you take two hoopers, put them on the same team, make them best friends, and put them on the court together? Well, you gonna get buckets. Now let's add some motivation from friends doing their thing, throwing some inspiration from friends that aren't here but are still with us. Now add some music, some culture, and throw all that into the most wavy podcast on the internet. Now what do you get? Well, shit. I guess you'll find out. Oh shit, bro, we just hit. Oh shit, bro, we just hit. What up? Up in the score. Back at you. Gang. Got a most trusted guest with us. You feel me? This conversation is important, so we had to bring an important musical mental mind on the show. So we got my man, Demetric. Demetric, go ahead and introduce yourself, and then we're going to give our, our spiel about, about you. Hey everybody. These are my boys from forever, man. Having my visit, first visit to college overnight. I just love fucking music, anything. I listen to about, I don't care, I listen to country, alternative, R&B, rap, anything that sounds like I'm listening to it. So I'm excited to chop it up. Yeah, that's a fact. Hey, my guy, he went to he went to college with us, came in. I I was his host on his on his visit. So I, obviously I did a good job. But <laughs> no, that was that was that was such a lame ass night. But uh but we saw we saw some we saw some females, we did some things. <laughs> I got enough. I got enough. All right, hey, he always be coming to my crib for the for the good sessions. <laughs> we, and then that's how I put them on with my good shit, my good music. Yeah. We always we catch a vibe at Mondo for sure. You always catch a vibe at Mondo's, you feel me? She's <laughs> <laughs> at be active, be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's that's so crazy. Yeah, what's, any, what's, yeah I was gonna go say, no, no, hold on. What I was gonna say is, um, yo, Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why the goat story of you though is freshman your freshman year. <laughs> we having the darty and it's cracking. <laughs> oh my god, I just had this story. I know exactly what it's so lit. Oh shit. 12 pulls up, right? And this man is so lit. He trying to keep it together. He doing a good job, right? Talk oh yeah, oh yeah. I know. And so, as soon as I'm about to pull off, this nigga just threw up. Yeah, <laughs> bro. He just threw up. As soon as twelve pull off, he just threw up. I was like, hey, at least he did his best. You feel me? He was fighting. Yeah, I tried, bro. Yo, the video. Hey, you want the other part of that story though? <laughs> Twenty minutes before, mom hits my line. No, I'm black, bro. I'm drunk. Hey, I, I remember. Look at the phone, I look at mom like mom. You gotta. I'm gonna answer. You gotta talk to my mom. Let her know I'm okay. Cause I know I'm not okay. But if she know you're right here, we're chilling. <laughs> mom, she clearly knows. Four seconds into the combo, I'm drunk. She's like, "You drunk?" I'm like, "Yeah, mom." She starts laughing. I was like, "Mom, I was like, here." Hand the phone to Mondo. They had a whole conversation, bro. <laughs> <laughs> whole five minutes. We should just make sure. She was doing her motherly duties, duties of course. Yeah. 
you was out there. You was fighting for your life, though. I ain't it was just funny because I'm yeah. black, but I still know my mom's going to know what's going on. So I was like, fuck it. I'm giving the phone to somebody I know that can just. <laughs> it was lit. It was lit. Shit. All right. Big, big current top five right now. That's that's today's episode. We talking current. Oh, current top five. Oh, current. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we could do all time top fives, but I feel it's like current to do five, Yeah, I'm saying I feel like that would be another episode for another day. I feel like current top fives is kind of like the wave right now. You kind of got to find who you fucking with. You feel me? Yeah. So out of all the shit that's been dropping, out of all the people coming out, it's a lot of quantity over quality. It's a lot of weak shit coming out. It's a lot of people just dropping shit. You feel me? And it's a lot of niggas out here actually putting records out though. You feel me? So that's why I kind of wanted to do a, a current top five. And you could, you know, do your honorable mentions too if you want to throw that in there. I think that I mean that, that's acceptable. It's everybody's got, you know, borderlines. Down with that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So um let's hey, how about I don't know if everyone has a list, but how about everybody go we go all the way around. From everybody's five to four to three, you just chime in shit, you know, what you fucking with, what you, what were you thinking when you threw them in your current top fives and shit, and shit, what, what, what they doing, what do you, you think up next for them, what, why, what do you think they're coming up with? So you want to kick it off? Okay. Yeah, fuck it. I'm, I was, I'm thirsty for this conversation. Anyway. <laughs> well, I've been so thirsty for this conversation, but, so I'm going to kick it off. My number five is actually hard. I actually, I'm sad that I actually put in a number five, but it's Twenty One Savage. Yo, honestly, I think that fucking Savage Mode Two. I think it did no. It obviously did numbers and it did great, but honestly, I don't even think the numbers did it justice for how good it actually is. Like, I think the shit like. I, he never he never ceases like impress me like fail like fail me you know what I'm saying like he started out with first the savage mode I was fucking with that I always bring up the fact Dimitri I tried to put Mims on when Savage Mode first came out and he was like ah oh, I fuck with some of it I don't know about this nigga this 21 nigga I was like I'm telling you bro bro is fire I'm, he's next up. And then let me, never, let me never, never had a bad feature, bro. He's never he had a bad feature. No bad features. That's also that's also one of my criteria for the feature, the feature work, also the album quality, and then like what you know, obviously the latest, you know, keeping up with you know, so are you hot or are you fading away? And honestly, I think he drops timely, like you know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't do it too much and he works on his craft. So I think he drops, you know, quality albums, he works on his craft and shit. Um I also think that yeah, his his wordplay and his just his street shit and his swag and like his whole I think he has a whole different demeanor that he brought to the rap game that motherfuckers really just fucked with naturally because it was just authentic. You feel me? You felt yeah, like, feel that genuine out of him like that. You yeah, feel you feel like, all his interviews, double XL, yeah, it's genuine. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, so let, let me explain. It. Let me explain why his ass was not. Why I wasn't with it. At first. <laughs> let me let me hear it. 2016, XXL freshman Cipher. Yeah, I was just saying that. Yeah, <laughs> my guy, the whole squad in the XXL Cipher 2016, their verses, their bars were garbage, except for Denzel Curry. Yeah, I was just saying. Everybody else. 
garbage. Like it was so trash. That's what I was like, I was like we're them. gonna come on. Yeah, like, no, that's when that's when XXL like I was like I was like they're not valid anymore. Like they're not valid because no. I was like, but this was, is what everybody's gonna come on and do that. Like what the fuck was that? I I feel you, but that was like I feel like 2016. I'm looking at the list again. If, yeah, you feel me? You got. I might listen to that shit again too. Honestly, I didn't think the I didn't think the freestyles were that bad. Honestly, I thought the beat was actually. I did actually think the beat, I think the beat was trash as fuck. I honestly didn't. Think, okay, see, the beat, the, beat, the, beat, the, beat, the beat was kind of weak as fuck. Like, <laughs> you're a rapper though. Like, you're on there to freestyle, spit your shit. You know, no matter what first they put, like, I get both points, but like, it, the beat was kind of fucking hinky hinky. I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't. It wasn't tough. It wasn't tough by any means. DJ drama food for that, by the way. But it's spittable. It's spittable. You trying to say that it was their best effort. I understand that. No, I feel you on that. And I could see how that made you. But I was just going to say, like, 2016, that was a time where, like, I feel like hip-hop was, like, in that transition period. But everybody's like, oh, summer 2016, that shit was lit, blah, blah, blah. And I was talking about all the music was lit and shit. And, like, they dropped that. And then they dropped that freestyle. My was like, oh, my God. Like, are these things that trash? But they all, I think that class, collectively, that class of 2016 have all gone on to have. Yeah, I'm looking at it, bro. And that class is not, it's, it's Uzi, Yachty. Kodak, Denzel, Herb. That class, on all of them have like some pretty. Well, Anderson Park, designer, yeah, twenty-one. I, I love. I forgot it. Anderson Park. I forgot. I knew, he, I knew he was in that one too, bro. Yeah, they had that class was decent overall. You feel me? I. That's yeah, the part. I, I'm not saying they're bad, but that shit was crazy to me. Yeah, hell yeah. I would say the crazy part about that is like they dropped that foo ass freestyle, but then. <laughs> But they got attention from it. So people, you know what people did? They started just diving into their work a little bit more. And then they took off. I mean, Uzi was already kind of valid at that point. Like, Uzi was taken off already. But I would say, like, Yachty and 21 and Denzel still needed that. Yeah. that publicity no matter what. Yeah. Their career is fine. I mean. That was that's definitely facts. 2016 definitely at the at point Kodak and Yachty and all them and Herbo. Yeah, they definitely just needed another something to get them on and i think that's probably why the obvious honestly took it because i don't really think kodak was fucking with the double xl either like, even like his demeanor when he was freestyling i don't even think he wanted to be yeah, like, you, you know you feel me he probably just yeah. knew about his career you feel me that's what it looked like when he was on there but other than that i mean yeah i, I mean double xl at that point i think even like to the public it was kind of like oh this shit getting whack you feel me and maybe even to the artists that was kind of how what they were thinking so they were just like i'm just Throw a freestyle on this fuck shit and, and let it be. You feel me? <laughs> That's what it's going to be. I would say back to like 21. Um, you know, as you know, I'm a big 21 guy myself as well. So we came to 21, like going back to like Savage Mode, Issa, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you hear his like, you hear the growth in his music as he like grew up as a person too. Like he talks yeah. about, talks about yeah. the way he wants to. And I think that's what kept me more intrigued as a fan is, like, yeah, he kept his same, like, he stayed true to him as an artist, oh. but you, you hear the growth. You heard it. Yeah. And that's hard. That's, that's not hard. good. Like, for real, because, like, a lot of, like, niggas be in the same way in their whole career, but don't 
switch up shit. Not no offense to artists like this, but a nigga that's like perfect example of that to me is like Yo Gotti. Like Yo Gotti came out. You feel me? We were shorties, obviously. Yo Gotti's been rapping a long time, but like time. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Yo Gotti's always had the same style, same flow. You know what you're getting from, but it was never like a level up of Yo Gotti. You might have had like one point where like. I think he dropped the album and it was kind of like blue, not even really, but like you feel me? Like a summer anthem album. You have to be a, tra- a trap artist and keep developing and keep getting better and like keep enhancing your sound. Like, bro, he's constantly done that and like he keeps leveling it up, like no matter what. I think I think with yo with yo Gotti though, it's hard to be in the game for that long and still be popping. Like this. Don't get me wrong, because Yo Gotti, he's a business nigga. You feel me? He gonna get to that chicken, whether he's rapping or not, where he's signing. Right. Yeah. I got mad respect for Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti called yo. him. I'm yo. just saying, as far as sound wise, you know me. It's just it's, you know what you're getting from Yo Gotti. Even the new, yeah, exactly. Gotti, even the new Yo Gotti album, you know what you're gonna get, bro. Like, yeah. I know. I, I think, yeah, I. I, I do agree with that. We we talked about that in an episode that we were going to drop as our first episode, but didn't drop the first episode. We might have to drop that as like a bonus or something. But yeah, yeah. like 21's evolution is insane. Like yeah. hit the last the last album that he just dropped with the with fucking Metro, like Savage Mode 2 was crazy. Yeah. Like oh, the, the yo, the bars he was spitting in there and people this album did not get enough credit. At all. It, that's what I'm not even close. Not, not even, even close. close. Like, oh my god. Yo, well, like I know y'all yeah, gonna say, I'm gonna say, tell me about the like, tell me about your top track on there. Like, bro, you really put me on that track. I started you told me about it. <laughs> Recipes of Love is easily my favorite track on that. Cause I mean, like, first of all, it's so relatable. <laughs> second, he's 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 telling a story, like. Savage, like what I what I didn't get at first when I was listening to Twenty One Savage is really he he he's good at storytelling. Like he put stories in his in his bars. Yeah, bro. People understand that, but in this one, he really like developed it and he put you inside of his mind about love. Like he was like just talking about the whole story. Like he said, he said, said, and you got that pussy nigga fragrance on your skirt, ho. Like, I felt that to the fullest extent. And, like, personally, I've never gotten cheated on or anything. So, (laughs) but, like, I know niggas that have, and I know how grimy these girls can get. So, I felt that to the fullest extent I possibly could without actually going through that experience. But, (laughs) man, like, he, he went in on that track, bro. He oh really like, but like that's like you said, like from like making tracks like that, like "Rest in Peace, Love," and then like on my fucking "I Am I Was." He's got other tracks though, like deep ass tracks on there too. Like, yeah, "Love um, It to My Mama," man. On, on that, "I Am I Was," yeah, yeah. that's my man. Mama. You that's 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 bro. I, that's one of my favorite songs on there. To be honest, like that's he's that shit. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think. Even like, but like, like even his trap anthems, all his heavy hitters. Motherfucker, he went from you know bank account. He dropped bank account. Motherfuckers probably thought that was probably gonna be the biggest song of his career and shit. But yeah, he went fucking drop, Mister Right Now with Drizzy. Wow. Still bang with you know what I'm saying. And he got uh, what's that? Uh, Little baby and Gunna. Um, I am I was. Oh, I forget the name of the track. Let's look it up. Oh, let me check real quick. But yeah, he's got that. Uh, that that. 
feature on there, bro, like that's just a top tier trio right there. Savage, Gunna, and Baby. I still Man. that shit slap. Oh, that's the Lux. That's Um can't leave without it. That's can't leave without it. Yeah. So that was a fucking hit, bro. Out for the night, all that shit. Like he went crazy. He went, yeah, he went crazy. On I am, I was, and then like I said, we already talked about it, like how he even proceeded to go on with my fucking Savage One Two, and yeah. He I would just, say on Savage One Two, this song is he have got a star. I think it's an underrated ass song. Brand new Draco, bro. Bro, that comes on. And I'm in the gym. Ed, yo, I love looking for the songs that don't have like the stars next to them. That's when you know they they like they actually put an album together. But yeah, bro, brand new Drake girl and Glock in my lap, bro. That shit sucks. Glock in my lap. Yo, he's that's his five song of that album, bro. He went crazy. He went so crazy. Yo, that's a good that's a good fifth one. That's really good. Hell yeah. All right. 21 Savage locked in at my fifth. What we got with y'all? You want to go to Division or you want me to go? I'll let you go. Number five. My man, Travis Scott. Hey. Scotty. Okay. Yeah, I need it. His, I think he's one of the most creative artists that we have in the game right now. And I, it's, I, it, it kind of hurts me that I put him at five, but I have I have – you know, I have people. Yeah, that the list is hard. It's tough. It's yeah, tough. I can't. I can't go. I can't go. On. It's but, hard. This is hard. I keep looking at my list and shit. Like looking at yeah, it. Yeah, it's tough. Oh, yeah. But Mr. Scott, bro, like this dude is the most creative in the game, and has been that since the inception of his career. Like this from rodeo. Well, first of all, days before rodeo, that that mixtape yeah. was fucking insane. Like yeah. people don't put that much work into a mixtape ever. Yeah, motherfuckers love that shit too, though. Like, Mongas was raving about days before yeah. Rodeo when it came out. Like, everybody was insane. And then I think he has had a good evolution too. Like, like I think, I, but it's a different type of evolution. I think he was always creative. He was, mm-hmm. I think his play was always there. And I mm-hmm. think people don't catch that because they think he's just a rage artist. But he yeah. really puts like metaphors and stories into his thing. Like, 90210. Oh you my know, God. Beautiful. Yeah, oh I my god, yeah. I saw LA and I was coming in. I played 90210 like five times in a row, dog. I swear. Cause it because that honestly, that is a huge LA story. Like people don't understand that, but like so 90210, if you don't know, it's Beverly Hills. Or no, it's Malibu, sorry. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Or no, it's it is Beverly Hills. It is Beverly Hills. It is Beverly Hills. I'm it's, it's Beverly Hills. I was right, yeah. So like so Beverly Hills is like the glitz and glamour, right? It's you you see it it's like shiny everything is everything is gold basically like you just you you see the palm trees you see the big ass buildings you see the mansions you see the fat ass cars like everything but within all that like that's how you get lost in here like i have been here for a year and i can honestly say like I, there there's times where you stray away and you're like you stray away from who you are you're like damn I want that. I, I I need that. Like, cause you see it everywhere. And mm-hmm. if you don't have it, sometimes you get looked at funny. Like for real. You're like, so I can honestly say, like, I, I I've learned my lesson, but it's been times where you're like, damn, you stray away from that. And you're 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 constantly trying to get something. You're constantly mm-hmm. trying to do that. And I feel like in that song, like 
Mama's bailing down that road, craving. Not like he's craving that, but he's still like getting away. So he's I'm, a long way home. Yeah. Like, like, like feeling lost, but like continuing to strive. Like, yeah. Still, still going. Hell yeah. It's kind of like a living life aspect. It's kind of like living life as you go, but like living it to the fullest. Yeah. yeah. You know, getting lost in that shit, like making it your own reality. I feel like that's yeah. what he does a lot with all his shit. I feel like maybe that's why he's so creative because he's able to enter like a like his own reality or some type of creativity that you know that he can only tap into, bro. Honestly, that when that video dropped of him when like that Astro World song of him and Juice, no bystanders mm-hmm. came out to how it like sounded how he wanted it to sound. Like that's how that's like when he got that lit and that excited for like that it sounded like that. Like that shows you his creativity. Like he wanted it's it to awesome. sound like that. You feel me? What's yeah. up, me? That also that scene, his homies are getting fucking crazy with him. Check West is in the in the yeah, yeah. and shit. Like yeah. So he has the camp. I feel like Travis has his camp, and it's been the same motherfuckers yeah. riding with him. He hasn't changed. Like he's maybe, maybe. same people, the same fucking yeah. people. So like yeah. when I watch that, I watch that shit like often. So like when I watch yeah. it, or like I'll watch it put on or something. But like for real, like Travis. Yeah. Is, Fuck with Travis. I didn't get into Travis until probably like like really dive into his shit until probably like like 2017, 16, something like that. But like once you yeah. do, you understand like the creativity behind it and the production. Like you can tell his hands are in the production with everything else too. Like it's not just him in the studio, give me this track, da 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 da, I'm gonna go on that. No, he's in that bitch. You can tell. If you got the utmost respect from Kanye West, even on the production side, and you're getting he's he's ringing you for assistance for production, yeah, yeah, it's no questions asked about your producer. He in the studio with fucking uh like T Pain because he was in there for so long or some <laughs> shit. He fell asleep yeah. from the studio. Yeah, yeah. You know, niggas on Twitter tried to take that, try to get it off to something else or something like that. I, I like forgot that. what he actually was with, bro, but he was like. They were in there so much, and he was working. Like he would, had been there for so many hours, he fell asleep in the studio. And like, yeah, yeah. Hey, what a, uh, another thing uh, I'm gonna say, man. That is actually a dope five, a number five for you, uh, our list. I like that uh, that choice. Um, I was gonna say one thing also about Travis Scott though. Before we get Demetrius, one thing I was gonna say, I saw a post somebody made, and it was just like. Was, he dropped it. I think he dropped franchise or something. Somebody tweeted like, "Oh, great! Like Travis Scott making people accustomed to his sound. Like you can only like get accustomed to his sound. Like he has a certain sound he can feature on, and only have certain features on." And I started to think like, "Hmm, maybe they kind of got a point." But now I'm like, when I was going after I read that, I went through like this catalog of features and shit that he's hopped on. I can't really say that. I can't really say that he's forced everyone to accustom to his sound. I mean, on a lot of his big tracks, I think the hot remix, they like they didn't accustom to his sound. He threw his sound onto that, you know what I mean? He, he I got his boots off. Yeah, I, I feel he I feel he has bars from like the general public, from like all the hip hop accounts that I follow on Twitter and shit, I'll just be like just to see their opinions and stuff and see hip hop. Yeah fans and stuff like everybody really shits on him like the lyrics side and like like he really can't rap or something which i mean i know it's not the bright spot of his his you know music but i think a nigga can rap like i, I mean I, I, he has bars to me i think he he gives you but like it's all about being versatile in my yeah. opinion like and rapping doesn't never 
And rapping doesn't necessarily have to mean always like lyrics and like I don't even mean like like metaphor punt like hard metaphors and shit that like deep, you know, like intellectual lyrics. It doesn't have that doesn't make you like a rapper. It's shit, your style, you know what I'm saying? How you flow, like shit, your wordplay. It doesn't have to always you know every nigga ain't J. Cole, you feel me? Every nigga ain't Jay-Z vibes, bro. Or something. Right. Ah, I mean, everybody be like looking at artists like, oh, they can't rap. They ain't. Okay, well, take it for what it is. Take it for what they're great at, what they're trying to give you. Don't like, you feel me? This is this is the thing about Travis. He's he's a feeling artist. He's mm-hmm. somebody, somebody's gonna make you feel something. Yeah. He's a feeling like, and he does that through his words really well. And he paints the story that he's trying to paint. Like the picture is perfect. Every single time he hits it. And you can't say that he molds other people into a sound because he's really nasty on features too. Like if you yeah. go all the way into R and B with SZA on Love Galore, he goes fucking crazy on that. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> he went crazy on that. And then and then also uh on uh, what am I why am I blanking? We has Rosalia. Uh on his I guess brand like his latest uh oh on the group album uh uh um what is it uh, highest the room the highest in the room remix i'm thinking about yeah different so yeah he well he 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 does feature in one of her uh albums too i think but um yeah he has rosalia in it which is uh lat or latina artist like she's 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 speaking spanish on the track and flows like she goes so stupid on that. I swear, I I literally was like, yeah. I remember you I thought you were geeked about that part. Yeah, you even told me about it. She went crazy. I don't know what she was saying. I yeah. still to this day don't know what she was saying. <laughs> but she went crazy, like float on that, and like like he 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 did. I don't think he really auto tuned her all that much, but he he made the feeling of that song feel amazing. Like yeah. like when oh, you're yeah. listening to that, you're just like just vibing. So like there's there's a difference between forcing somebody on your sound and like and molding them to fit the feeling of the song the vibe of the song because yeah. that's what artists have to do too you have to fit the vibe of the song and that turks <laughs> turks was hard too oh that's my god crazy on that, shit. <laughs> that song dumb and that shit before you go out man you about to have a great night I ain't gonna lie <laughs> easily, <laughs> easily, <laughs> easily. I used to give me a mode, um, bro. <laughs> All right, dude. Let's hear your number five. We got to speed it up, though. <laughs> this is strictly current top five, right? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I was saying, a person this whole, like, last year that I've been just, who I do, I dove over quarantine, dove into his music, heavy as shit. I would say Don Tyler is in my top five. Okay. Oh, that's good. I like over the like past it. year, like I went back to his old projects, like yeah, all the way back and to little shorty. That's bro. Like <laughs> he has fucking heaters. Like yeah, I um, I want to say when he first came out, um, I'm trying to think who played that song. Uh, I think I, I might have showed you one of his songs. I think it might be you. Yeah, man. It was a it's a song. I feel like I did too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, I still bang that though. That shit is stuck in my head. It should be stuck in my head all the time. Yeah. But no, his did he Womack shit. That's what got TikTok too, didn't he? Yeah. I think he eliminated. 
Lemonade or was it best? Or well, well, initially I think it was best I ever had. The best you had. Best you had, yeah. Yeah. Because he went featured with on Travis Scott though. Everybody. Oh, you can't say. Can't say, bro. That's when my mother really started feeling about him. Yeah. Yeah. Who is this nigga on? Can't say. Everybody trying to figure that out. Yeah. I was in the car coming back from Costa Rica, bro. Listen to Astro World. That song came on. I said, "Who the fuck is this?" He came and slided. Oh my god. Yeah, D, besides the older stuff, because uh, I listened to Donnie Womack a little bit. I think that came out in 2018. It's his mixtape. And then uh, Heaven and Hell, I was just going to ask you, what were your thoughts and opinions on Heaven and Hell? So you said oh, you've been about 20, I mean, so I'm guessing that's probably what you've been listening to. Yeah, or, Heaven and Hell was a lot. So I would say that like on Heaven and Hell, Heaven or Hell, just the way it was put together for me, like the sound, I gravitated towards the sound and it was like, kind of like, wasn't just strictly like he was just giving you bars and it wasn't strictly R and B. It was like a different, you felt like, you, I don't know what, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but I gravitated towards it and it became like a great, like fucking, uh, is, Ruse fucking album for me. Me and the homies during quarantine were just rusing to it all the time. Yeah. All the time. I was, was going to say, it's just something you can throw on and listen to is give you different vibes, yeah. Oh. And then, like, and then when I really listened to it, like, I, like, sat down. I was like, all right, by myself. You know, you put the headphones in, you lock in on an album to listen to it. I was like, bro, he's creative. Like, he's he's got it. Like, yeah. and he's, and his sound is unique enough. Like, people say he sounds like Travis or Dox, he's from his camp or whatever. Like, they roll together. But he's different. You really yeah. dive into his, you can have an ear. Like, you can tell, like. Dog's nice. He's been nice. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think he's, I think he's pretty good too. I also had, I was big on him too when he first came out because men's put me off the no idea single, but I'll talk with him after that. But yeah, no, he got some, obviously got those bangers with Cardi and After Party. And, uh, Euphoria was hard. After Um, Party with Talk Viral too, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, I thought the album was pretty good. Obviously, they took uh, had enough off the uh, Jack Wiz album, put it on there too. Yeah, um, I mean, he got some singles that he put on the album, so I guess I mean, nope. yeah, it was kind of a, a, a debut, you feel me? What you would yeah. expect from a debut album. I thought it was good though. I thought it was, uh, I mean, I wanted more, but I feel like more is gonna come, so I wasn't yeah. too anything i thought it was, it was, I thought it was like good. trying to create my list like thinking about it and like i'm just doing for like who's been heavy in my rotation so like i would say like currently it, yeah. yeah exactly that's what you got he's been man. heavy in my rotation my lot like facts nah, i feel you all right we're gonna, we're gonna keep going and keep moving with the conversation then um this pains me to do this also but at number four i got Uzi, <laughs> I got Uzi at number four. Just at the current climate of the hip hop right now, who's been dropping? But I ain't gotta say too much about Uzi. We're just gonna all just have a general conversation about Uzi because we know what his work does and what he does. But like, bro, I just like I don't know why I gravitate to this nigga so much myself because even on my Apple Music though, he's in my top listen artist, but he's kind of at the bottom. But I feel like I fuck with him so much though. I think maybe it's just a feature thing. Maybe I just think he's a great feature artist, but I think he's a great yeah. self artist too. But I just like 
I don't know what it is. I can't describe it. Maybe it's just I'm just a fan. I think it's the beast, or maybe, but I think he's just creativity wise. Ain't nobody fucking with him creativity wise. I mean, he's just him himself. Everybody knows what you're gonna get from you. Don't know what you're gonna get from Uzi Action. That's what I mean. You just never know. I've seen him live what, once or twice. Twice, I think. Saw him live and. And he didn't play a bad song. Like I'm not even bullshitting you. Every song that he dropped and the performance was a fucking banger. Everybody was lit. Like I couldn't even. I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't stop. Money rapping. longer the fucking crowd, bro. Money longer. That shit still like like bro. <sighs> I wish I had dreads, bro. Like that's what I wanted. Dreads. <laughs> I just want to shake. My, I just want the headbang. You feel me? But like yeah. somebody could bring that kind of that kind of alternative, like. Rock star pop ego to like the rock star movie, movie, yeah. like, even just just ride and take off just from 2016 and just change the whole I think change the trajectory of rap in general. I think he really did that in 2016 and just his wave and shit. I think he really changed the like trajectory of how motherfuckers are acting like just on Instagram, you know what I'm saying? How they outside of social media, he was like a, a huge sensation, like one of the first artists are like a huge internet sensation of like Uzi, Uzi this, Uzi that, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you know, obviously that transformed into a career. But, yeah, I just think the bro, I just think he's lit. His production's lit. He be spitting bars all day. It's just endless. He just can keep going. <laughs> this is crazy. I think, uh, <clears throat> I think he did pave the way for a lot of people. Like, he's allowed people like Trippy Red to come on the scene and get yeah. really big. Um, Play early, but, early Cardi early on. Yeah, yeah, him Cardi for sure. Um, I think what I think it's a testament, like his career is a testament to Wayne, to me, to Lil Wayne, because like Lil Wayne was the original nigga to do the rock star weirdo. Oh, shit. oh yeah, oh, bro. <laughs> and nobody like like. A lot, like a lot of these niggas, is Lil Wayne's kids. Like a lot of them. That's facts, though. Like, <laughs> like, like, and, and people fucking made fun of Wayne for that rock star shit. Yeah, bang, bang. That's yeah. what forget back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people made fun of him, but now everybody's doing it, and you can hear. First of all, Lil Wayne's sound, and a lot of artists, and second of all, you can see their style. Like you can just see it emulated. So. I think that's what's cool. U- Uzi's came on the scene and did that and did it his own way. Mm-hmm. And he never, I think what's really cool about him is he never falters from his image. Like right. he's going to be him no matter what. And you know how I felt about Uzi at first. Like I didn't fuck with him. I didn't fuck with him. <laughs> like I, I just could not get down with it. And I think honestly, okay, part of it. Demetri, you were just complaining about the place you're at before the show. <laughs> I think the people you're around when you get put on the music or like I get I think I think my vibe gets killed really fast by people I'm around. If I'm not around people I, I want to be around. Like no, be the same way, bro. We went like I, I was just not I was just not fucking with it. Like because because it was just like the way people it, it, it sucks because you got people you got people music, and then you got people who just sit there and jump around because they want to be a part of the culture and they can't not. dive in bro yeah, like, yeah. And, I, and i'm like 
Like, not, some people are like, bro, like, I know if I go to Mon, I'm, I'm listening with you. Like, it could be whatever album. I know that we both have enough creativity when it comes to our ears when we're listening to stuff. Or, like, we're so much open to that that we can sit and dive into an album, whether we fuck right. the job or exactly. not. We're yeah. going to tap in at least and give it a chance. Mm-hmm. A lot of fuckers, they, my biggest pet peeve. If you open an album and you go right to the fucking stars on the album, you're not listening. Shit, dog, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get annoyed because I know yeah. you don't know how they the project was put together for a reason in that order. And, and if you're right. first time listening to it, exactly. fucking listen to it. Exactly. People don't understand that shit. And motherfuckers really think it's just sounds and artist intent for music fans nowadays is probably primarily the younger generation. It's just fucking gone. Motherfuckers just be listening to the listen, just trying to hear the star songs and shit. That's all it really is. And that's why I just don't even give way to my fuckers who be trying to talk music to me sometimes because I just be like, I just know all you're doing is playing all the shit that comes on your hip hop radio. You feel me? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to hear you talk about that shit. <laughs> that's right. just, that's just me. But yeah. I mean, I just think that there are artists. The catalog is like you got to listen to everything, and just even just Uzi Watch's catalog, like you say, not comparing him to Lil Wayne, but like, like you said, it's just like he paved the way for so many niggas to just he's authentic to himself. He's like, I feel like he's an authentic, genuine person. Like, even when you see him on Instagram live oh, interviews, interview, like, you feel me? Like, yeah, he's like not a shitty dude. It's just, yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah he's always giving back, yeah. Like fan, yeah. fans freestyle form, like turn it up when they see him. Like, yeah, you feel me? And he, like, he fucks with his fans. He be spitting her his fans when they see him. He freestyling shit with his fans. I think that shit's cool. That shit all goes into me, uh, like, artists being like relevant and top five. Just like that shit that they do on the outside and like, oh, yeah. their concerts and audience engagement and like the music they drop and shit. Like, yeah, I just think that shit's cool. But I, that's why he's my number four right now. I, I honestly would put him higher. I'm a huge Uzi fan, but currently, yeah, I think four would, would suit him. Um, but next, man, what what do you got? This is tough. I'm literally looking at it right now, like I'm looking through to make sure that I don't fuck up on this because this is like this is an important topic, and it's tough. All right, uh, I think for me, number four. This is it's weird because he's so new, but he's become like my favorite fucking artist that has come out this year but it's deontay hitchcock oh i knew that was coming <laughs> number four like and he's like i put him above travis scott so that's a big yeah that's i was gonna say that's huge no wait for you to even say that name i even know that even our a lot of our followers probably won't even probably know who that is probably haven't heard anything from him but like for you to say that that's ballsy, man. That's real ballsy. I like it. <laughs> and so I, I haven't even tapped into all his music yet either. So like, you have to. Uh, so you okay. oh, he's on so the list. I, he's on the list. Tap into for sure. So this Bro. is a mems, This is a great mem segment. Put, put us, what what is what what are you about? I fuck with so you. So initially, initially, my my first my first listen to Deontay was PTSD off of Revenge of the Dreamers three. Yo, so he uh, went crazy, snapped my, on that. One of my favorite tracks on there. And that was, I think that was a lot of people's first listen to him. Um, my second listen was actually live. So I went to, I, I, came, I came here on vacation in November of 2019. And uh, I, I came out 
and I was with my cousin, and he's like, "Hey, there's a Jadena concert," and I'm like, uh, he, "He's one who sings classic man, if you don't know." But uh, I'm like, "Huh? Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm out here fucking like I'll go." <laughs> and I, but I, he actually went crazy on that. That concert was actually lit. Like, no, I, Jadena, I, I didn't know Jadena is that. actually raw. He's actually got some other yeah, shit out. He has yeah. some sleepers that was, yeah. yeah. I'm so, I'm so glad I went to that concert. He and he has like a African like West African vibe to him like right, yeah he, he's, a dope, he's a dope artist. Um but uh Deontay was touring with Jadena and he opened up for him. And he was playing so many good songs like man 745 if you don't know that song listen to it. Yeah, such a good, such a good song. like he went like just the the amount of heart that he had on stage when he was like it it brought the crowd with him like people were, were like who the hell is this and he's yeah. short as shit he's like five three like oh, like little dude on the stage oh, like yeah. and he <laughs> rocked it. like oh my god it was so it was it was great and this is before he dropped his last project so uh then he dropped these last projects that he had and the deluxe man i love the deluxe but Dang. cover to cover so much replay value if exactly like if you if you really listen to it cover to cover, it's probably one of the best albums that dropped in 2020. Easily. Hands down. Easily. Hands down. I agree with that statement for sure. I I I even said this to you. You I think you were even like I, I messaged you literally. I was like, remember, I told you I was looking forward to that album literally two weeks, the pre-release or whatever. When he dropped my fucking I got money now with J I D. Yeah, that's what that's a song that like. Yeah, he dropped that shit with your idea. And I was like, yo, he fucking snapped on this song. And I'm already, you already know how I feel about it. Yo. Fucking stand. Like, you can't tell I shit watch his Twitter, his Twitter freestyles. Yes. I didn't realize, I saw his Twitter freestyle, like, when I was in college, bro. And I didn't realize that was him spitting until, like, recently this year. Until, like, somebody retweeted his videos, like, Back when Deontay drops his freestyles on Twitter for like every Friday, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, this nigga was rapping his ass off back then. Yes. Like, the fact that you said when you saw him live that you said he brought the crowd with him, you can feel his passion when he raps and his energy. You can yeah. feel the same exact shit through his album. Literally, that album better and deluxe. And like you say, even the original cover to cover, you can feel his energy and his passion in rapping, bro. Like the stories he tells, even like, I feel like. One song that really caught me that really like made me really really listen to the album over and over and over again is that Shadow Man's interlude. He was oh radical. Yo, he oh. would just spin, bro. He was spinning his whole heart on that shit, bro. Like one I, line, I'm getting chills right now. I swear to God, you feel me? I got chills. I mean, to think about because one line that he said to that I was listening to, I listened to that shit. Yeah, bro. Right. He said he said a, he said a line on here, bro. He said some. Uh, he's like motherfuckers. This is my biggest problem. I'd just be scared to shoot my shots, like chase my dreams. Not even that girl, it's just chase my dream, you feel me? Or just do what you yeah. want. Fuck what everybody says. He said, if I didn't get laid off from my job, I'd probably still be up there at work and I wouldn't even be rapping right yes. now. You feel me? Yes, bro. Like, and that shit, but that shit, that's how a lot of niggas be feeling. He's so relatable and you can feel the yes. rapping, bro. Because it's literally like you feel like another nigga that came out from nothing, you feel me? Yeah. So, like I, like, it was just relatable. He can fucking rap. The energy, the features that matches his right, oh. his energy. But like, he got Kenny Mason on there. I love Kenny Mason. He got Reason on there. He got he got Miguel. 
He, you know, that's the OG R and B baby. Miguel's cold as fuck. Yeah, Miguel has so many good tracks too. Like black, black on there, bro. I think he had the City Girls on the track. I don't really listen to City Girls like that, but the fact that he's just so diverse. He got ratchet music. He got headbanging music. He got gang music. Me, you got deep cuts like that too. It's not like the interlude. I haven't dabbled into it yet. It's not like the interlude. He has deep cuts on it. D, bro. He's got a song with Young Nudie on there, bro. You know how I feel about Nudie. Bro. <laughs> you know I feel about Nudie. Bro, you got to listen to it, bro. Him and Nudie spazzed on that shit, dude. I'm on that shit right now. You have to. So so we were talking about that, I remember, after we listened to the album. Um, and you mentioned how he sounds like – or. Oh, I, I have the song with Nudie. Attitude, right? Mm-hmm. Attitude. Yeah, yeah bro. That shit's clap. Attitude. Yeah, bro. He's just too versatile, bro. It just makes no sense. Like he's good. He's gonna be so. Good. I can't wait to motherfuckers put him on their albums and get him on more features because he already got some singles. I think he got a single with Chris Patrick. He's featured on on. Uh, I don't know if y'all seen Chris Patrick on Twitter. He's decent too. But him and Chris Patrick got a feature. He don't guap that shit before. Yeah, he's gonna, he's only gonna get better. I love Deontay, bro. I like that choice for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's nice. But what, what did you did you say? I think you were the one who told me that he sounded like uh, he had outcasts. Um, yeah, he had a little influence, bro. He's from, from the A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, got a little outcast. You can feel the outcast influence in some of his tracks on there too, for sure. Shit is nice. But yeah, yeah, bro. I think yeah. All right, D. What's your number four? After D gives his number four, we're just all gonna go through our list, and then we're all just gonna say what we did into picking our list after that. My number four. Um, rocking my bro for a while. Uh, I think one of his project, his project has been slept on. I think he's still slept on a lot as a storyteller. Most importantly, to me, and motherfuckers just can't get into his flow. I would say Herbo is at number four for me for this pack. He was in my motherfucking honorable mentions. I was struggling. I wanted to put him in. There. I just couldn't put him over a lot of niggas that was in my top five. But I fuck with Herbo too. I thought it was just me. Thank you. <laughs> the way I crafted this top five since it's current is just what's been in my rotation for like probably either like throughout the year and what like and like what's gonna inspire me and what I'm throwing in now. What I'm throwing in rotation now too. Yeah, dude, Herbo is nice. Yo, we can but I was gonna say if you, if we want to split this into two episodes, we can. We can take our time with it. I don't care. Oh, this okay. this is a I, I I love these conversations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can split it up into two. Yeah, I love shopping up with this. I'm, yeah. I'm chilling. Let it roll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> roll credit. Uh, man, Herbo's nice, bro. Out of the shy, like I think, I think it's so important um, that Chicago's on the map, just because, like, it's just such a loving city. Like, it, but but there's so much terror that happens there. Like, shit pops off there like crazy, and people really don't know about it. Like, people are always like, "Oh, shy wreck, shy wreck," but no. That shit is crazy there, bro. It's nuts. Like, like living there, dog, for half my life. You see people with that they're portrayed like the Chicago's oh it's so bad, bro. Yes, game on it's a big thing. Yes, that shit's bad. But nobody really's gonna fuck with you. I I've never been fucked with knock on wood, just out of the blue, bro. Never out of the blue. Granted, I was still a child. I was younger still, but like that city has so much to offer, bro. And that city, so that much. city, it's just 
you got the vibe there. Chicago has the most unique vibe the city I've ever been to. It's just maybe because I'm home for me. It's part of home for me, part of who I am. But like that city, it's just can't different. get no vibe. Then there's, that's, there's nothing like Chicago, bro. and that's why they and that's, and that's why they rep it so hard in their music, like Dirk and Herbo, and before Vaughn passed, it really shapes you. Like, like they rep that shit so hard in their music. Baby, all, like, back in the day, Louis oh my god, dude. Yeah, you feel me? Like, bro, they like all that Chicago rap shit, free crack with Bibby and shit, and Faze, welcome to Faisalin from Herbo. Uh, bro, all that shit, all them signs to the streets from Dirk. Like, bro, that shit, like, oh, you gonna come up, man? Like, we'll get that later, but like, yeah, yeah, but motherfuckers really like if y'all really listen to the like them rapping, like, all they talking about the PSC, all the niggas dying and shit. Like, I don't think motherfuckers really actually understand that when motherfuckers used to call it Shy Rack in 2011, 2012, like, motherfuckers was really getting hit, bro. When motherfuckers yeah. were being, like, they saying how many homies they lost, like, motherfuckers was really dying every day. Like, it was a fucking tag game on, like, Twitter, like, who gonna die next? Like, motherfuckers, when they talking about motherfucking, we sliding and we gonna fly back and get back gang and up in the score, and we were fighting until they slid back. You feel me? Hey, it was really living that motherfucking life. At yeah. 16, 17, 15. Like, it wasn't like they were grown-ass men either. They were doing this shit at shorties. Like, Shorty. shorties. Like, mm-hmm. you see, like, Herb's cover on his his latest album, PTSD. Every fucking homie that's died is on the cover, bro, like, as, like, the stars. And, like, not not to make that the whole premise of their music, because that's not all they talk about. It's like, yeah, exactly. They talk about the actual struggles of actually being in the trenches that motherfuckers don't really know about. But like, I don't know about if y'all can feel this or like the difference. But like, I don't know. I can tell a real street nigga rapping. I don't know. It's because, like you said, the music. Because I'm from Chicago myself. Also, I don't know. You can tell from when a real street nigga rapping from when it's another nigga that's seen some street shit or been around street shit. You yeah, know? that's fine. Like, that's when Dirk and Herbo and Vaughn and them are rapping. You can feel them. They real street niggas. You feel me? Like I can hear their voice. You can look into their eyes and their video music videos. You can see these real street niggas. You interviews, bro. You start interviews like yeah. You, they right, live that. They really live that gang, and they rep that shit. You feel me? Like, that's literally the heart and soul of basically Southside Chicago music. Was from obviously originated from drill, but it's drill was the beginning of nigga putting on your team and being the hottest click in the city. You feel me? Whether that was whether that was. Carrying around that blick, you feel me? Or y'all spitting the highest bars in the street. But that was what it was about in Chicago. And for them niggas to make it out, like, like it was the vessel of opportunity. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It was just, and then they all made it on their own way from the same part of the hood, South Side. You feel me? South Side of all made it on their own way, but they got out of that shit. And like, I commend that even for off of, off of a rap level, other shit is outside of rap. You feel me? That shit. That beat the. I got cousins that have been in the trench. They're still locked in the trench. You feel me? So them to do that shit. You feel me? Losing all those homies and shit, and actually be able to surmise that. I thought. I think Herbo, his sound. You said, Demetri, he's gotten better consistently from a street. Bro, keeps getting better, bro. Like every time I hear Herbo drop some, bro, PTSD. He dropped that shit. That was a heavy rotation for me. Real talk. Like I, I still listen to that shit. Like. He's he's got some hits on there, bro. Sessions, like, bro. He just dropped sessions out of nowhere. Summer's canceled. I want you guys to listen to Summer Cancel and just fucking like sink that shit in. Cause that's Chicago. Like he's t- he's rapping about like I've been doing this shit. It's over with. Stop doing this shit. Like he's right. like, the, he used to talk about killing motherfuckers, hitting stains, doing that. Now he he's turned the corner to where he's like, 
that's not me anymore. I'm trying to get my motherfucking family out of here. People I see doing this shit, stop that shit. Yeah. We're in a different place, with a different yeah. mindset. Right. And you feel it through everything he talks about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bought a school, like gave back. Like, he's doing his shit. Like, and like I'm even uh, on his fucking uh when I really dug into him for real. I was listening to like his mixtapes and shit before, but motherfucker, when he dropped Humble Beast and Humble Beast, bro, started listening oh, to him, bro. Storytelling. That's for storytelling. That was a huge storytelling album. He took off and he told a lot of stories on the album. He just spit his shit. You feel me? Like, and motherfuckers is like, oh, he be rapping off beat, whatever. I don't really catch when he's off beat, to be honest. I don't notice it because I just think his bars are actually hard. If you listen to what that nigga be saying, Herbo got some hard ass bars for sure. It's because he doesn't rap on like, somebody explained it on like TikTok or something. But like, I already knew this as an artist. He explained it way better than I as a listener. But as, he explained it way better. He, he, he raps on the class. Yeah. Lighter claps. Okay. okay. That, that's a lot, of, but that comes from drill rap. That's how they rap on, with drill. Yeah. When, uh-huh. when, it, when it, all the hits, that's that's when they're rapping. Like uh-huh. it just it's back to back to back to back to back to back. Like yeah. People people say they're off beat. Those are Twitter people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm so sick. Of, I'm so sick of people's music reviews on Twitter. They're trash. But um, exactly. Like like, yo, he's. He just means so much to the city. I feel like, like everybody, like gravitates toward him, and and then for the world to tune in too. Like, it's just such a crazy feeling, like seeing somebody do that throughout their whole career and just keep on going. Because like, oh, he started out as a mixtape underground, just street, right. just kind of kind of riding baby's coattails a little bit, kind of like you know what I'm saying. Like, well, that's kind of how I saw it as. I don't fucking know. But I was also still like 15, 14 myself when I started diving into this sophomore high school. But like just me diving into him deeper as I got older is like living there, like knowing what your family goes through. If you didn't actually go through it yourself and seeing what Chicago is really about, like the good side and the bad side, and then you growing up and listening to these motherfuckers rap about it and you can relate and then you see yeah. the growing and you growing up yourself. That's kind of how I feel about like Herbo. Like I dove right into him like freshman or college, I really, like, Humble Beast, like, a little bit before that, like, really sat down and listened to all his shit, like, mm-hmm. and I was like, fuck, like, half his shit, like, I couldn't even imagine, like, I knew about it, but, like, going through it, like, I was like, I can't even imagine, like, I'm I'm lucky to have the grandparents, parents I had to get, to not go that way, but, like, yeah, yeah my it's, he it's even a lot deeper it. than just the fucking lyrics, there's, like, it's a lot deeper than just putting out a song with them, like, it's, Right. It's them. Yeah. They're putting their body and soul and like who they are into these tracks, into these projects, whether it's straight up murder, murder, murder this, murder that, like this, like when it comes to Bond, like you know, the way he raps is aggressive and loud yeah. and like turns you up, or if it's mm-hmm. Dirk who's on the little R and B or in like the little love story with it, but he's still yeah. a thug. I mean like, he's still got the gangster in him at the at the end of the day. I don't really like using the word thug, in my opinion, but Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, bro. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, spot it on, bro. Everything you said, bro. Like, yeah, bro. Like, that's exactly how I feel when I be listening to their music and shit. Like, yeah. all the Chicago artists. But yeah, I like that. I like that choice too. We have a fucking diverse list going on right here. This is a great list going on, and I'm loving every second of it. Yeah, that okay. was. I think. Uh, I think we should. All right, just pause it here. Get the first episode and then come back. So. Yeah. Listeners, I appreciate y'all. This is an important episode. Stay locked in with us. Damn, what a sleep. Stay locked in. It's going to get deeper. It's going to get deeper. We got three left. 
We, got, yeah. we all got three left. Three left right. to think about. So I'm going to pause this, and we're going to get back to it. Yeah. All right. Um, I think I stopped it. <laughs> 